the only person you're gonna scare is yourself. Charlie, what are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. What are you doing here? Mace, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Think they're worried you're gonna hurt yourself or someone else. <laughs> How many children are you friends with? Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Netflix, your weekly guide to what's binge-worthy and what's bin-worthy on everyone's favourite streaming platform, Netflix. I'm Express.co.uk's TV editor, Helen Kelly, and joining me this week are the delectable Charlotte Manning and Faye Watson, two of the finest TV reporters the internet has to offer. I can see them both smiling at that. <laughs> um, this week we are getting very X-rated as we discuss the return of sex education. Following the sexual awakening of Otis Milburn, his sassy and entrepreneurial classmate Mae, and of course the scene stealing icon Dr. Jean Milburn played by the one and only Gillian Anderson and I'm sure it goes without saying that this is not the series you want to watch with your parents so buckle in we're in for a good one okay so we're chatting about sex education season two this week um can someone give me a quick summary of what happens in series two before you do though let me just warn our lovely listeners that there will be spoilers so if you don't want it ruined switch off now okay you've had time to switch off um charlotte faye what is season two about how have we moved on from season one what is going on at moordale high school so i think season two kind of goes a bit more into each character so you get to see a bit more like on season one we left it so adam gets sent away um to army and then he comes back in this season that leaves some interesting things for him and eric to happen um, and then Maeve's mum is introduced, um, which I thought was really interesting um, because they have a very complex relationship. Um, she doesn't trust her mum at all. And I think for good reason. Yeah, well, we kind of start this season, don't we, with that amazing storyline about the chlamydia outbreak that leaves yeah. all of the students <laughs> and the teachers wearing masks, thinking that that's going to help them, <laughs> which I think is brilliant. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of another... Is it another year at Mordell School, I think? I, I, kind I of, think I so. I feel yeah. like it's a school year. That yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, it? and then so we've got Maeve reintroduced and Eric and then Otis and all of their lovely dynamics. All the good stuff from the first series and then a bit more, I think. We've got some new characters as well this season. Mm. We've got Raheem, who has a, a lovely romance storyline with Eric and I have to admit, like, I'm a little bit in love with Raheem. Me too. I was like, who is this? fine fellow here is this great <laughs> lovely french boy yeah oh he's lovely um let's go into a bit more detail about the series so there was a lot of praise for series one everyone loved it um it kind of struck a chord with everyone you know those like cringy awkward teenagers that everyone goes through a lot of adults and kind of teens really enjoyed it i guess for some teens it might have been a bit of a lesson that they don't get at school um so Series two to follow up was definitely going to be a difficult one. Do you think it's better, worse, on average? What did you think when you kind of tuned into it? Mm, well, I actually, I loved the first series. Like it was probably one of my favorite things to come out on Netflix or just in general last year. Um, so I was worried about this one. Kind of will it live up to that great kind of expectation? And I thought it was brilliant. I thought, I, I mean, I know maybe you guys think it was a bit better than the first series. Is that fair yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah um, but I kind of think it's just on par. They're both excellent and I loved it again. Yeah. I like this season more than series one. I think because 
it kind of explored each character more individually and like their own backgrounds a bit more like we saw some new characters and then like I think Jackson was quite an interesting character this series because he was he was in it in season one but he wasn't like a main character but I think it was really interesting to explore like his background a bit more and like you saw him just kind of lose it at one point the the point at which he basically harms himself um and like his whole like mentality behind that was like quite I think they played it really well on screen because you could see his like he was just like broken like um but I think I think it was nice to introduce some new characters and it like built upon some of the relationships we saw in season one and just kind of solidified them a bit more but yeah I think it was I think it's better I kind of have to agree with you because I didn't really like season one like I really I, really, oh I know it's a very unpopular <laughs> opinion um but I just I found it quite hit and miss like i I really didn't connect to Otis as the lead character but with season two I really enjoyed it I kind of wanted to watch the next episode like I binge watched the first three episodes like one after the other I was like oh I really need to like go and get a drink or something but I just really didn't want to stop watching it um but I also thought the storylines were better this series there's still some I don't really care for but um like Otis is still not my favorite character but there are a lot of great points and people like Maeve like you said reconnecting with her mum Erin and I thought that was really like really interesting to see that dynamic because obviously we had her brother last season but I really liked seeing her go in the advanced classes because we know she's really good at like writing she helped everyone with their essays you kind of have this really funny thing where she's like reading out everyone's like plagiarized things (laughs) like it was just she was like I know what I want this is how I'm gonna get it and she did Mm. it and I just think seeing her with her mum and in those classes and kind of joining the quiz team was really good to see that kind of more academic side to her. Like she's seen her mum yeah. was like, I want to do something with my life. Yeah, she's like going out and getting what she wants. Yeah. And like, that's really nice to see. But I yeah. think she's a really good like female character to have on TV for like teens and mm. kind of like younger viewers, if that makes sense. Yeah, so I think it shows like, I guess she's kind of seen as like a cool, like mm. quite edgy, but then she's really smart and it's like, maybe people can connect to that a bit more I don't know yeah definitely and I also think that she's really like come into her own I think in the first series she was definitely struggling with who she was and connecting those different parts of herself and also maybe kind of struggling with like her romantic relationships as well but this season I think she was great and she just kind of saw what was important to her and kind of prioritized that she wasn't really like a, a cliche like the edgy tough girl who needed to make some money so she's like kind of using Otis to help her do that it's kind of like mm, she's she, her own she, person yeah, yeah she's smart exactly. as well and mm. she doesn't need him yeah, <laughs> yeah I love Maeve she's brilliant she is really great and she doesn't need her mummy there I mean no. she's nice to have her there painting yeah. her nails but um, <laughs> I just think it was really good to see her kind of more without Otis and without the yeah. whole Jackson yeah. relationship as well mm. yeah like, you don't need a man kind of storyline and um, which I really liked but also the romantic storyline that I really want to talk about is Eric's because I'm so glad to see him not tied to Otis all of yes. the time. I get that they had a friendship and that's kind of what the first one started off. But seeing Eric have his own struggles, we did see it a little bit in season one, but mm. kind of him, should I be with Raheem? Should I get back and go with um, Adam once he returns to the town village where they all kind of live? Yeah, what did you th- Yeah, <laughs> What did you think of um, that kind of storyline? Oh, I'm so here for it. I think Enkuti Gatwa is just the star of this show and I think the kind of second series they really recognized how great he was as Eric and ran with it yeah I'm I'm here for it all I want him to get all of the relationships have all of the screen time (laughs) 
I think I could just watch Eric do anything. Yeah. So funny. I agree. Like, I just, he makes me laugh so much. Like, some of the stuff he comes out with, like, one-liners is just, I think he's, he really brings his personality to it mm. more than any other character. Um, but I did love seeing him kind of at the centre of this love triangle. Like, that was... I think it was really fun for him like to have as a storyline because as you say he was very connected to Otis last season which he still kind of was a bit here but you see him much more of his own struggle and like what's he going to do and it's not like reliant on Otis all the time like he's so good as a character like in his own right so I think it's good they've kind of pushed Eric to the forefront as Mm. well because they're Mm. exploring his sexuality not just the Otis fancy and Maeve or um, Ola and that kind of thing they are looking at like, right okay let's look at different sexualities um because we have is it Ola who thinks she um she does yeah. like the quiz online she's right well I'm, I'm pansexual yeah. mm-hmm. and I just think that's really great to kind of introduce there's so many debates and like arguments online and on tv so I think it's really good to like educate younger viewers like yeah. you don't have to identify as like one person you don't have to follow what people say is the norm there was that scene with um the girl he's in the place at florence i think her name was yeah um she goes and chats to jean and she's like oh yeah i think you're asexual she's like oh all right then and she's like happy with that and it's like it kind of really helps get rid of the taboo around like Mm. different sexualities and i think that's really helpful for young people to watch it and be like oh like that's fine like it's not a big deal you know yeah and i think really with what they do of eric and kind of exploring the love triangle is in. I think it goes beyond what most shows do. Yeah. Most shows might have like a gay lead who they're kind of struggling with their sexuality. But Eric's not necessarily struggling with his sexuality. He's out, He's has kind of quibbles with it and talks to his parents about it. But it's really kind of taking it seriously and like what it is to be a gay man or a gay boy at that point and how he struggles with these different relationships. And it's not just like, oh, I'm in turmoil. It's actually taking it really seriously. And I think that yeah. that's really mm. rare and fantastic. They've really kind of gone a bit more into it, I think, this season, because obviously you have Adam kind of kept his sexuality to himself in season one. And then it was in that season one finale, he kind of was like, oh yeah, I've been beating you up, Eric, because I actually am in love with you. Um, he got sent away to military school and then he got he gets kicked out because two of the guys he's become friends with are actually like gay and they don't want Adam to like expose them I guess so they've kind of planted drugs and he's got kicked out so they can keep their secret and so you do have some characters who are trying to hide their sexuality but then you have got Eric like you say who is out and he's like yeah this is who I am and also there's this amazing moment when he says to Raheem like will you be my boyfriend and Raheem's like well I asked you first and they like kind of (laughs) cement their relationship and then they're kissing outside of that shop and then someone comes out the door and Eric's like oh um because he thinks he has to hide it because that's what Adam was doing and Raheem's like I don't care that was lovely I really liked that the introduction of Raheem and how confident he is in himself as well and that whole thing of kind of Eric only wanting to be with someone who loves himself because he wants to value himself as well it's just so brilliant and I loved it so much (laughs) don't tear up (laughs) I really want to discuss the opening scene of the series kind of like (laughs) season one obviously season one we kind of opened with was it amy and adam having sex yes yes and then this one is 
it's not graphic but it also kind of is like it's really yeah yeah I think the end of it it makes you go oh my god (laughs) yeah this is why you shouldn't watch it with your parents because I sat down to eat dinner while I started watching it and I was like okay maybe I shouldn't have started watching this opening scene with Otis's like (laughs) oh I don't want to go into detail as I sit down to eat my lasagna on a Wednesday night or something and it was but it was also kind of funny so I don't know if it's just like it's very bold which is the style of the show yeah I guess it introduces you in the right way I guess gets your attention (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) honestly as well it's I laughed so much at that scene it's January or like the third week of January but that is going to be the funniest thing on television this year no (laughs) honestly it is so funny I have to disagree because I think the bit where um, Otis and Ola are like kissing and they go downstairs and then Jakob and Gina <laughs> on the sofa and Jakob is so naked good. and falls through that table. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah that, that is great. That's that's the whole scene. show maybe then is the funniest thing on television. Yeah. So the casting, obviously we've kind of touched upon Raheem, um, but I kind of want to chat about Gillian Anderson because I think yeah. they've given her more of a role this season. Yeah, they, they have. have, yeah. I really like how she's kind of become this sex education counsellor and she's just like sitting there at first playing Candy Crush, but then everyone feels like they can go and chat to her and I think that's really good because people watching can be like all right okay talking about sex is fine it's not embarrassing obviously when she does the let's talk about sex um, rendition (laughs) in the assembly (laughs) very cringy you kind of really feel for her when people start asking her about her intimate affairs with a courgette um (laughs) but then people kind of open up and someone even says um Florence even says to Otis your mum's amazing and Eric thinks that anyway he's like any sex question just ask your mum always yeah. it's like I can't so it's very much like people are kind of opening up more and I think that gives those people watching it more of a chance if they kind of feel uncomfortable about certain things because it addresses so much it's a bit more relatable mm, yeah definitely it's, but it's I think it's educational without kind of being like preachy or kind yeah. of like this is what this means and like for example that asexuality mm. discussion I think it it kind of it is really informative and a lot of people don't really know what asexuality is but it doesn't kind of lay down like well this is no. what this is da, da, da. it's I don't know I think it's, it's just really like, quite revolutionary they just have a discussion. yeah I really love Jean's storyline this series mm-hmm. I think she got a lot more to do um I'm in love with Jacob like pff, who couldn't be yeah me too <laughs> um but uh I kind of really also enjoyed that relationship she had with Mrs Groff I, I don't yeah. know yeah yeah, That's yeah definitely something I wanted to talk about because I think it's just nice to see like female friendships like that especially like they're older and you're you don't always think about like mums struggling to make friends and things just think it was really nice because she found someone to open up to and they there's that lovely scene where they go out and they're drinking and then they go dancing and it's just like I loved it yeah it's <laughs> kind real. of like you don't really like in the assembly you don't think about your parents chatting about sex yeah. or like yeah. you don't want to think about it so it's kind of it was nice to see for like an older audience some people's parents must watch sex education and be like what is this that people are talking about is this safe for my child to watch <laughs> but I just think it is really good because you get to like I mean you all go out like when you go out after a night after university or um after a night out now people always chat about like who kissed who and who slept with who and it's kind of I think it's a bit more open or like people younger people are more willing to chat about it within their friends but you don't really think about um your mum or your 
like maybe some of your colleagues you might not sit and chat about it with but I think seeing Mrs Groff have that confidence to go and speak to Jean and say my husband hasn't touched me in six years what can I do like I don't feel like and she, she asked like, for a divorce. I loved that scene where she was oh just like, God, yes. I want a divorce. After the mango. I was cheering. I was cheering. I was like, this is amazing. Mm. But I think it's just nice because she finds someone to open up to and she's like, yeah, you know, you deserve better than that kind of thing. You're lovely and you need to look after yourself. I think yeah. that's kind of what she realises. And then she asked for a divorce. So, yeah. Very empowering. Very empowering. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, can we just pay quick tribute to Gillian Anderson's wardrobe like where does she get everything oh, from can we have a style breakdown yes please <laughs> also can we live where she lives yeah that yes. house incredible it's beautiful it's something else yeah amazing and Faye I know you kind of wanted to talk a little mm. bit about Maeve's mum Erin do you want to go into a little bit yeah. more detail about that um well I was thrilled to see the addition of Emma Anne-Marie Duff this year as Maeve's mum Erin and um, we kind of touched on it already how their storyline is um but I think it just kind of shows how big this show is getting because it kind of has such a high caliber of cast. Um, and she was in the kind of recent His Dark Materials. Yeah. But I think maybe people know her best from being Fiona and Shameless when that was on Channel 4. And I just think she kind of adds such a depth of emotion to any scene she's in. And I think that really kind of brought that relationship with her and Maeve just like to another level I thought it was pretty brilliant um and then there were also just a couple of other cast members added and um, we spoke a bit about Raheem and the dream boat he is <laughs> <laughs> but there's also Janine Eziudu who plays Viv who's um quite an academic student who helps Jackson with his studies and I think also has a really great storyline with him and how that develops it's kind of like that uncool person yeah, speaks to the cool yeah. person and they help each other out and then there's like a little bit more there um yeah. I just think that was really nice and he's kind of like I can teach you this if you teach me this yeah and it felt like a genuine friendship yeah. by the end and they were really helping each other out and then when he kind of told when she realized that he'd hurt himself on purpose she she's genuinely concerned for him she kind of helps him out there like really big time because he's not happy in what he's doing and she really cares about him so it's just yeah. it's just really nice it's pretty genuine and, and he's never had like a friend necessarily who cares about him mm. that much like all of his friends on the kind of sports generic sports team that yeah. they all seem to be on um kind of like always teasing him about like acting and stuff but she like well when she goes to his parents and tells them mm. about his self-harm I just I mean you might not agree with that as a decision but I just think it's a it showed how much she cared about him yeah. and I, I think so. yeah because yeah. she kind of goes from like sorry I can't cheer you I've got my schedule I need to revise yeah, yeah. I need to write this essay <laughs> then I've got this practice here and then I've got the quiz and then I've got like she's very organized mm -hmm. and she didn't want to help and she's kind of yeah become like a really good friend it's kind of says like don't judge someone like before you get to know them and she she kind of thought like I'm wasting my time with him but mm. she's kind of now looking after him really yeah it was yeah. nice <laughs> yeah I was a bit worried that maybe th that they were adding too many new characters mm. because mm. there's so many characters in the show already that I was suddenly like oh okay I've got to get to know some new storylines maybe at the expense of other ones but I think they kind of developed them over the series enough for yeah them to be quite good um and then the kind of final other one is George Robinson as Isaac um who moves into the caravan park where Maeve lives um, and kind of causes some interesting tension, <laughs> especially at that um, party at Otis's house, oh, yeah. which um, is something else. 
Uh, but yeah, what did you think about the introduction of Isaac? I thought he was... I liked him because I think he made Maeve question some things, which I thought was really important. Like he said, he's watching her mum. He doesn't trust her. Um, and he's the one that kind of goes, you know, like your mum's lying to you. You need to sort it out. And he's kind of, he kind of watches over her and it kind of helps develop some storylines there, I think. Um, and he, he really doesn't like Otis, which we kind of see right at the end of the season. Um, so I think that would be interesting if we got a season three to see how maybe he medals in there but yeah especially mm. with our opinions of Otis maybe yeah. we relate a little <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah I think especially when he he's kind of like teasing Maeve a little bit and then you I kind of feel like that you just know that there's going to be something else there and he he's not he's not being an idiot he's just generally looking out for her and trying to make her smile and obviously she got rejected by Otis when she finally opened up and I think I agree. Oh, this is not good for Maeve. So I'm I'm team Isaac. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, me free. But, um, it's also like good to see them um kind of tackle disability as well. Mm. And because that was something maybe as well that was missing from season one. It was just kind of like, all right, here's a group of high school kids, but they are very much like with sexuality bringing like people's different kind of what their home situation is like so with Adam's parents that he's like um Adam's dad Mr. Groff is very um strict but then his mum kind of she just doesn't feel like she can look after Adam and then you also have um Otis with just his mum his dad's not really great is he let's be honest (laughs) so I think it is good that they are kind of not just saying this is what's normal this is we're going to stick with this Mm -hmm. this is like the kid and like the kids and the mum and the dad they've kind of said look people come from all kind of different backgrounds they have all different kind of sexualities personalities that kind of thing which I think is something that is really good with the introduction of new characters yeah definitely I think what this show does with representation kind of puts pretty much every other series to shame because absolutely it's really representing what it is to be a kind of I mean I'm not it is a bit vague where they live but um it is representing kind of what it's like to be a 16 year old in the UK at the moment and the kind of people you're friends with and all of that. So I think it's pretty bold, but also very necessary. Yeah, I think what they do so well is like they have the different representation, but they don't make a big deal of it. It's mm. not like this is your token gay character. Yeah. Like a lot of other shows seem to do that. And mm. that's very backwards, I think. But they're just kind of introduced without kind of saying it doesn't need yeah. explaining. I think that's what they do so well, really. And they get interesting storylines mm. and meaty storylines that aren't just like, oh, well, this is someone who's struggling with this. Because yeah. that's who they are. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't define them. No, yeah. exactly. I think it's brilliant. And they don't really just have like, what. The, it's not like, yeah, this is your talking gay character. There's several gay characters. Mm. So yeah. it's not like, oh, we'll just put one in so we've got a diverse cast. Yeah. It's, here we are, there's everyone. This is what life is really like. Yeah, so exactly. There's no like real discrimination when it comes to casting really they just kind of pick this is what a normal school would be like definitely kind of on that tangent let's talk about the same sex relationship between Adam and Eric so how do you think that's been handled kind of with the love triangle with Eric we've kind of touched on it a little bit but do you think the way they've gone about it is respectful has like it's been handled sensitively yeah I think so I mean I've already spoken quite vocally about my love for Eric and how I want him to have every happiness in the world (laughs) Um, but I really kind of thought it was so interesting how they developed that storyline this series especially by bringing Raheem in and 
kind of how he has to struggle between what he think he knows really is a sensible choice and also kind of who he fancies and what his kind of heart wants in a weird way and mm. and how what they actually get from that is that he is learning to love himself and by doing that he's kind of teaching Adam to learn to love himself as well and I just I think it was handled really sensitively and really quite beautifully actually yeah I agree I think because you see Eric become much more confident in himself um because Raheem kind of teaches him like to normalize everything a bit more um and he kind of teaches him to love himself and just be who he wants to be and I think that then gets passed on to Adam so he's kind of teaching him to be kinder and by the end he's kind of a lot more confident in his own sexuality and that I don't want to ruin it but at the end when Adam kind of you know explains how he actually feels and you're like I feel like we've been waiting for that the whole series and it's just it's just really nice I think they handled it really well yeah as RuPaul says if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna (laughs) love anyone else eh thank you We all agree that sex education is very good at bringing topics that don't really get spoken about in real life as much kind of to the forefront. There's a lot of issues kind of like in episode three, which I really want to talk about is the sexual assault storyline. So that for me was just one of the best episodes that I've watched. It's incredibly important. Um, We see Amy sexually assaulted on the bus to school and she kind of brushes off what happens like she's like oh I think he was just lonely or like oh um he likes my love and she doesn't really think it's it's an issue but she tells Maeve when she's kind of like brings that birthday cake which I'm guessing did not taste very nice <laughs> um she kind of brings it to Maeve and Maeve she's like what do you want to do for your birthday and Maeve's like well I want to go to the police and tell them and Amy's a bit hesitant but you see that it does have a bit of a big effect on her understandably so the police what I was really grateful for is how understanding and nice the police were. Yes. When Amy kind of had those like grey tracky bottoms on and the guy came in and he's like, so did you smile at him? And Maeve's like, what do you mean? Did she smile at him? Like, what's that got to do with it? And I was like, oh no, they've gone down that route of the guy's going to be like, this wasn't a big deal. But actually he's like, look, it's a really hard case. We need you to give us everything. And he was so good. And I was like, great they haven't gone down that typical route of like he's just gonna brush it off everyone was so so nice to Amy and was like we're gonna try and get this guy we're gonna try and find him and really reassured her and kind of helped her understand that sexual assault isn't just like rape it is it can be someone masturbating on your leg on a bus and she was like oh I really like these jeans and she did kind of try to ignore it but I think maybe kind of raising how serious it was to a lot of women watching it they might be like oh it wasn't a big deal that this happened but kind of saying that look sexual assault is really important and you shouldn't have to deal with it and Maeve kind of being that friend who Amy's old friendship group probably would have been like laughed at her I think and being like oh don't whinge about it and Amy would have had to like deal with it on her own but Maeve's very much no we're gonna get this sorted out this guy was out of order he should not have done this and I think that's just kind of also Emma Mackey playing Maeve really well. Like I just love her as Maeve and I kind of, after watching the first season, I was like, she's the standout character from season one for me. And I was like, what else is she in? But I think she just excelled this season as kind of saying like, look, this is, this is not okay. And it wasn't in 
the school. It wasn't someone going to OS or Jean and saying like, oh, is this okay in sex? Is this? It was very much a very important, sometimes taboo issue, I think. Yeah, definitely. And what I really appreciate about that storyline is that they don't just have it happen and then let it go. You see it slowly affect Mm -hmm. Amy like throughout her relationships and how she's dealing with like kind of the aftermath of it and trying to talk about it but also not really understanding how she can talk about it I think that they handled it so responsibly because it is something that it's not kind of black and white and it's not gonna affect you really badly in one way and it's gonna affect everybody in different ways and I thought that that was handled so well yeah yeah Yeah, I agree because I think I think like what you said, there's the danger where they could have just had that storyline in that one episode and just left it. Um, But you see her just so scared to go on the bus. She's like traumatised by it. She does, she walks to school, which takes her hours because she can't get on the bus. Um, And I think like that in episode seven, there's this really good part where all the girls have to get together and kind of find something they have in common and they kind of struggle and bicker a bit because they don't all get on. Um, And then... Amy kind of opens up about what happened to her and then you see all the girls be like oh this happened to me um and they kind of all bond over it and then there's this really nice scene at the end where they all help her get back on the bus and it's just it was really heartwarming and it was like it it was so nice but like to see kind of women bonding together over something but exactly yeah it is something that unfortunately teenagers and young girls and women do have to deal with and have to struggle with and kind of to show something that is maybe not kind of like what you usually see on television where maybe someone is raped and kind of the aftermath of that but to show sexual assault in kind of all of its forms Mm -hmm. and how that is still really affecting on you and your life I think was very responsible and kind of another way in which this show is just so bold and so kind of on the money with like everything it's representing it's very much like in season one with the Maeve abortion storyline which I thought was the standout episode from season one um I actually cried at the end of that because Mm. I was just yeah like I watched it with my boyfriend and I think I was really happy that that topic came up because it's kind of abortion is kind of still in some like cultures some religions very taboo and I kind of was like you know what thank you for putting this on tv and saying like this is fine if you want to have an abortion fine it's your body your choice and it just kind of tackled that and you just saw like the women in the clinic kind of holding hands and doing a little dance before they went in and being very supportive and sharing their yogurt afterwards and it was just like that's such a tough storyline again it was away from the school and Maeve kind of kept most of it to herself but I just think addressing those kind of they're not really are they controversial I mean they shouldn't be but they kind of are you know like it's like it's a difficult issue though Mm. all the same I think of course yeah yeah. and I think it's not just it's not like we're watching sex in the city or something that is targeted at women sex education is at like all viewers all genders so Mm. I think when they were talking about like does anyone want to talk about like female masturbation like and all of the guys in the assembly like oh my god what and like (laughs) just freaked out and that's when the courgette thing came up because I think they just kind of reacted really badly and I think it's bringing a lot of women's issues to the forefront to guys who are watching it being like oh right 
didn't know that this happened didn't realize that sexual assault could just happen on the bus when you're standing holding a birthday cake or how difficult it is for some women to go for an abortion because you had the two characters sitting outside saying you're killing your baby this is wrong and mm. Maeve had to walk past that and so did a lot of other women and I think yeah it just kind of brings to people who might not be exposed to those issues or subjects kind of make them aware of this might not be happening to you but it's happening to other people yeah I completely agree and to be honest like this show is a comedy right mm. like it is hilarious but it has that kind of warmth and emotional side to it and dealing with really important issues that means that it's appealing to this wide audience and then when it has you it kind of is like you also need to be thinking about this this is also really important and I think as you're saying it it means that kind of such a wide audience can have an understanding of something that maybe would be quite niche otherwise yeah I totally agree I think that's what it does best is it kind of I think the fact it is a comedy maybe helps put the issues to the forefront better because it's not necessarily done in a really serious way um like I think a lot of the chat is very like conversational and it's very normal about different topics that people just won't maybe just don't know about and I think but I think they've done the serious stuff really well like it hasn't been I, they haven't shied away from doing it and I think it's really important especially for young people to be like okay some people do go through these things um but they don't they don't do it in a way that shames people or I don't know I think it's just it is educational but in in a way that you want to watch it and you don't feel like you're being patronized or no 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 not at all and they do also kind of tackle slut shaming a bit Mm. especially in that first episode with the chlamydia outbreak and everyone's like oh my god we shared the same um mouthpiece for a flute (laughs) or something or a clarinet like (laughs) (laughs) I got chlamydia because of you and then they're like well we didn't sleep together we haven't like case like and Otis is very much educating them like you cannot catch chlamydia this way it's not carried through the air like you don't need this mask (laughs) and even like the sex education teacher is wearing a mask and it's like (laughs) oh my god but it's just really good because it does highlight like the importance of like safe sex and having that conversation and educating yourself and that's kind of how the season kicks off like we need more sex education we can't just have Otis in those asbestos toilets like kind (laughs) of telling you what's going on yeah exactly I think the bit where Jean kind of oversees the class and she's like this is awful like this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and um she kind of comes in she's like right I'm gonna save these teenagers from misinformation (laughs) which I think you can kind of relate to from school is like I feel like there's a lot of things schools don't tackle um, that this show does. So it's a really educational, but it's just funny as well. Yeah, I think it's so much more informative. Like if I think back to kind of my sex education classes at school, I was just kind of shown horrible images of like different STIs you can get <laughs> if you don't yeah. wear a condom. And it's just, I don't know, that kind of just scars you when you don't really think about it. Whereas this, I think it's it's teaching people about stuff in a way that's funny and warm but also really educational you can kind of like pinpoint like different kind of scenarios that you might like maybe your friend had at school and or like I don't know maybe like teens or younger viewers watching it now be like oh my gosh this is so similar to such and such has now like I need to tell my friend that they're not in a loving relationship but when Ola keeps from Otis that his um bedroom techniques aren't up to scratch <laughs> yes. like her friend like comes in and be like you're really bad at this sort it out because I can't hear it complain <laughs> I loved that and it's just like yes that's so important like mm. you shouldn't have to be like oh okay like and with 
the dirty talk thing how um <laughs> that teacher was like so I good. don't know great. what to do <laughs> and he's got on his hand like <laughs> I can't even remember like and he's just stopped ruined, saying, like, wet and all of these words he and just he's, starts like, saying kitchen utensils and she yeah. loves it like that that's brilliant <laughs> spatula <laughs> Obviously, we've had season two. Are we going to have a season three? Do we want a season three? How would it, how would it go into season three? Is I, it possible? Yeah, I think definitely. I think they left it really well on a way where you kind of could leave it there, but there was a lot there that you're kind of thinking about. Um, I think especially with like Eric and Adam could be definitely a big thing in season three because you finally see Adam kind of accept who he is and he kind of professes his kind of feelings for Eric very publicly and then he goes and speaks to his family and it's I, li- I really liked that scene where he goes and speaks to Eric's mum and um he just it's it's really nice um and also I think Maven Otis would be a, a big thing in season three because you kind of have it at the end with Isaac he wants to sabotage their relationship so that could be very interesting to go into another series I mean I kind of want that do it Isaac <laughs> <laughs> very here for it because I think I think we've all kind of said like with Otis he's not our favorite character no I do think he is better this series I think they give him more to do and kind of I mean his drunk acting kind of yeah that was quite funny (laughs) that was hilarious um but yeah in terms of series three I'm I'm hopeful I think it kind of has to be right I want want it to be yeah it's probably one of Netflix's biggest shows I remember absolutely Um, yeah they put it on their kind of top list of streaming last year um and I at the recent like premiere the kind of writer creator Laurie Nunn was saying how she wants it to keep going and she loves these characters so much um and kind of maybe just shy of taking them to university she'd like to see it go on so hopefully yeah I think there's so much potential there's still so many issues Mm. that they can tackle and I think it's kind of become a at first I was like I'm not really sure on this show but watching season two and kind of the topics it does look at I think it is a very important show Maybe yeah. I can't relate to a lot of it, but younger viewers might. Um, certainly a lot of teens at school watching it. I think it's really relatable and you can you can kind of identify things, things that you might not want to talk about. And I think see, it's, it's just a really educational, like we've said in a very subtle way, it doesn't force it on you. It's much better than the sex education classes that I had at yeah. school. Mm. <laughs> um, it hasn't traumatized me about childbirth yet. Um, so... But yeah. that's that's something they could go on to. We could have like a pregnancy or like miscarriage or consent on a night out if they were to go to university and kind of tackle those kind of issues. So I think there's so much more that they can do and I kind of look forward yeah. to it. Definitely, definitely. I'm left wanting more yeah. of Eric mainly. But. <laughs> yeah, mainly. <laughs> Fab. Well, thank you, Faye and Charlotte, for joining me for this sex education educational chat um i hope everyone enjoyed listening we'll be back next week with another episode details on what we're covering next week are to come very soon Ooh, mystery <laughs> um, thanks for listening in and let us know what you think on twitter at netflix pod